Welcome back to another episode of the Wannabe Pundits podcast. We're joined with our regulars and we have a special guest tonight, West Ham in the top four. So who better to get on than Ben? How are we going, boys? Good. Good. Yeah. Good, mate. Fantastic. Lovely. Awesome. How were our weekends? Seedy. <laughs> Work filled. Lovely. Thank you. All right, because we got Ben on, we might start with, we'll get into it straight away and get into West Ham Villa. Uh, what were your thoughts on that, Ben? Excited? Excited? Pumped? Yeah, well, I think going into it, I was a little scared of scared of, uh, of, of playing Villa. And I don't know what it is this season, but I'm so sceptical about West Ham. And then for some reason, they just keep winning. And it's really hard after watching my team shit the bed year upon year to actually remember that going into these games that we are the favourites. Um, so it feels nice. But I think overall, the the score line probably did flatter West Ham a little bit. I think, you know, with I think five minutes ago, it was, it was still only 2-1 to us. They had a red card. Um, but in saying that as well, like on the red card, I don't know if anyone has seen the whole incident but I think they gave the 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 red card to the the wrong bloke there, as well. I think it should have been for the elbow on Fournals rather than the goal scoring opportunity on Bowen. So any anyone else catch that one, or is it just? Uh... I didn't say the. I, could... <laughs> I don't recall, I don't the elbow, hand. but I I saw the the concert tackle. I think was definitely red by then. If there was an elbow before it. Yeah, there was, there was an elbow in the build-up. So when they called it for VAR, I was like, here we go. They've caught the elbow. Yeah. And, um, yeah, just played out and they gave the red card to the – well, we'll co- I'll cop either one of them. But at the end of the day, I think, you know, we – I don't think we were as good as 4-1 suggested, but it's another win. We'll take it. And I'm just glad that, you know, we we kept the pace on and, and actually beat them and it – it's it's just so funny to 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 see how hardworking some of the players at West Ham have at the moment as well. Like Fournals is such an underrated player. Um, like he does not stop running for the full line. He plays pretty much every game for us. And uh, Decker's again. Like I, I said it midweek, but he would have to be the best midfielder in the Prem right now. And world class. Wow. World class? Oh, I World thought that, class. I thought that was like a well I disagree, and I was like, oh, fuck me, this is. World class. <laughs> yeah, but uh, look, if if you have a spare moment this weekend, uh, watch Liverpool uh, get absolutely dominated by Deckers and, and enjoy it. So I that's all I say about that. A good game. Fuck you too, man. <laughs> <laughs> What are our uh, thoughts on West Ham? Do we think we they can surprise? Do they can keep this up all year and have a shot at top four, or do you think that they top six is like a, a maximum for them? What do you think, Ben? I think top uh, six. Oh fucking no, no way! I think we're going to burn out. Convinced we're going to burn out. Um, even looking at someone like he's played every game for us in pretty much every 
competition. Barely had a break. Uh, Decker's only finally got a rest in the cup game against City. Uh, we have like a good centre-back rot- like rotation, but I think outside of that, there's, you know, the FA Cup. Moyes has come out and said that, you know, we'll get used to it. We'll be back here. But, like, it's just one of those things, you know, there's going to be a time where we're playing in four competitions. And if, if Moyes actually wants a shot at it, if if we're not getting reinforcements, I don't see I don't see us keeping it up. But, you know, I said this at the start of the season and we're still in the top four. So I'll just uh, continue underselling it. What would you rather, a cup run or a top six? Uh, cup run, probably, you know, final or a trophy, your top six. I would take a deep, Europe, like, European run. Yep. Um, but I'd love a trophy, just because of what's, like, happening this season with possibly Decker's last season with us. Uh, Noble, obviously, moving on after this season. Yep. I think if there's one season where I actually want to see us make a make a good run in a cup or something, I'll I'll definitely take it this season. You know, I would love it to be the Europa, but that's uh, I think that's a bit of a pipe dream. Tough ask. Yeah, I've got a question for you, Ben. Enlighten me. Do you think that this current run of form has been a long time coming and it's been a gradual building process, or do you think it is just a purple patch? I think it's too long to call it a purple patch. That's because when I have a look at when you think purple patch, how long do you guys think? Like, well, a couple, like a month or two, you know, just a mm. good stretch. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. probably two months, I'd say. Yeah. One, that's the thing. We've literally been in this form since uh, uh, the beginning of, uh, like, when we come out of lockdown the, fir- the first time, when the league restarted. You know, since then, it's just, it's it's been the same stuff. Like, I'd, I'd love to see the statistic on how many points West Ham have taken over the course of the end of that season, last season, and the start of this season, because I'm pretty sure if you, if you had a look at that in comparison to other teams, we would, we would definitely be up there. Um, and I, I do think it's slow building. I think that Moyes is finally getting his, his, his hands on some players that he wants, and we're finally actually getting some depth. So I think it's been a slow build and maybe I'm just a really, really pessimistic West Ham fan. Um, but yeah, def- definitely slow building. Like, I don't think you can call this a patch. How long we that, keep it up for, who knows? Just going on to that, do you think the way that sort of Moyes has built this this team to how they're playing now is kind of another little bit of an LT United in the sense that maybe they should have kept him for longer and trusted him, what they're doing Ole at the moment? I was literally thinking the same thing. Yeah, uh, well, in, in saying that, I think if you tried to play the way that, that West Ham do, like this West Ham team but United, I, th- I think you would cop so much slack. Like, West Ham is so defensively sound. Like, we... Like, when we defend in... And we're in position to defend. We we are so good. Like seeing teams try and break us down is like in past seasons I'd just be waiting to waiting for us to crack. But there's games where you know we we won't have majority of possession or anything like that, and we still just look so good. Like West Ham don't need the ball to control a game. 
that's the thing about this West Ham team. And I think if Moyes played like that at United, well, like even Jake, what do you think? Like, I think that he would cop so much slack. Are you talking about like in terms of playing a defense, more of a defensive type of game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you like look setting at, up to to counter attack teams. Well, that's what that's what United have been doing for like the last season or so. A lot of our goals have come from the break. So, uh, you know, and then we when we come up against teams who defend well, you know, we struggle to break down. And then all of our our wins, not all of our wins, but a lot of our wins come from counter attacking. So we transition to into that anyway. Like, for example, when we beat the City in the last couple of seasons, it's because City just pound on the pressure and then we score on the counter-attack. It is what it is. Or we score a lucky goal or whatever. But I think now I don't think United fans could really complain. Uh, judging off what we yeah. had in terms of managers in the last, like, you know, seven years or whatever since Moyes was there. I don't think, like, if we had Moyes and we were playing that type of football, everyone would think, yeah, that's how we play now. We play counter-attacking. And even against Spurs, all the way it was counter-attacking football. Like, our goals were on the break. So yeah, well, that, that that's fair as well. But even on in terms of how like Moyes went at United, like who that's you know the the man was set up for failure. Like, yeah, not who's going to succeed in in that environment post Alex Ferguson. But hundred percent, yeah, he would yeah. have had to have come in and absolutely killed the league, and then for people to be like, yeah, okay, we accept him because United fans weren't going to accept that now we have to go into like back into the cave sort of thing and now come back out of that 26 year spell. So it was always going to be tough for whatever manager it was. And they really needed to get a result and it just didn't happen. So. Yeah. But fucking hats off to him for, for turning it around after that as well, because uh, he was a bit of a laughing stock and uh, I certainly wasn't positive about him going to the club the first time, but I was more than happy to have him back the second time. Moisa. Yeah. It's quite like, oh, sorry, Matt. There you go for it. Go for it. Oh, what are your thoughts on Ben Johnson? He had the games and assists and the tackles. Got a goal. Yeah. I mean, he was, correct me if I'm wrong, but was his debut as well? Uh, the club? No, he's, uh, he's been coming up for a while now, about uh, mid last season. Um, getting a, a start here or there because, uh, you know, Fredericks has just kind of disappeared ever since uh, Sufal come on. And it's it's good to see like someone someone like Johnson who's come up to the academy and you know you just see him develop, um, you know, before your very own eyes. It's uh, and he's he's become a decent player as well. I think we we haven't lost a game that he started in all competitions um, for a while. They hadn't conceded with yeah. him on the pitch. I believe was one of the statistics as well. And he's definitely made that right back slot his. Um, but I, I'm just happy that there's competition for places and this is one of the first times ever that, you know, we've, we actually have players competing for, for these spots. And I think him put a bit of pressure on, um, Sufal coming back from a couple games out will, will be good, but he, he's, he's developed into such a good player going forward defensively, um, he, he still has a lot to learn. He's obviously very young. Um, yeah. But uh, this season, he's he's been pretty flawless. Well, just looking on that Villa team, just on paper, they look class. But, you know, yeah. they're probably well, going down to Spurs, to be honest with you. Spent a lot of money on players that aren't really fulfilling their potential. Well, that's what um, happens when one player's carrying your team for a couple of seasons. So we'll see how we go without Deckers in saying that. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, they're three points above the relegation zone now, Villa. And they're struggling. Like, we we went through them pretty easily. West Ham went through them pretty easily. Something and needs to change there. We had a pretty hard like... time, well, Even... Yeah, um, getting a result from there, yeah. Once... A... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's, I, don't, I don't think there'll be any uh, Villa fans celebrating out the front of any of our stadiums anytime soon. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, even late in the game, like... They look like they'd lost their heads. I think that they're, they're in a bit of strife there, Villa. And it's, it's funny because they they played that game against uh, was it Everton, and when they brought Leon Bailey, they just looked unstoppable. They were just like full pelt that that whole game, and they just they looked like a different animal. And then now they just you know dropped their form, and it's it's weird to see. Yeah. Well, even before the, the, oh sorry, man. Yeah, even before the red card, I don't think they were too good. And they they were losing their heads late in that game as well. Like, I don't know what John McGinn was doing, and the fact their managers come out and he's going, "Oh, you know, we we, we gave it, we gave up a a uh, a bad red card." And I was just thinking, you've you've also shipped four goals, but you can't just pin it on a red card. But yeah, where do you reckon it's gone wrong for Villa? Lads? I think they said it perfectly. Very similar to when um, Bale left Spurs, they replaced them with eight players, or not eight players. Spurs did, yeah. But the difference is Villa have brought in players that were really like played really well. Like I don't think Martinez has had a good season. Like I know I'm a bit biased towards the way. Well, he had a good start of the season, but since then it's really been poor. Like he's just he's not. Maybe because he had such a great season last year, his expectations are so high. Yeah. A lot of the goals they're scoring, they're like, I don't know if they're sable by his standard, but. Yeah, Wendy hasn't done much. I know he started injured. Leon Bailey looked all right, but then against us, he didn't do anything. Um, I don't know. I think they just brought in way too many yeah. players and they just can't gel. That's all as simple as that. Like, it's it's, it's just they... a, a club like Villa getting get, like getting money, you know. They're you know, not used to it. Like, the, you know, they're not used to spending this money going out and buying big players. Yeah, like, it changes, it changes their, whole, yeah. their whole like philosophy. You see the difference in how a, like a, a well-run club goes about their transfers versus a team like that who comes into a lot of money really quickly. They kind of just panic and spend it all. Mm. Yeah. Whereas I, do, I disagree with that. They didn't. They didn't panic and spend it all. They had those deals like all but agreed, and then sold Grealish. But that was probably because yeah, they, knew, they, they, yeah, they, yeah, they knew the money's coming off. in. Okay, fair enough. But have they signed bad players? Emi Buendia was like okay, staring up the championship. Was I don't think any Arsenal. Premier League team signs bad players. Individually, I think they're all very good, but as a collective, yeah, it comes really, down to how really they play together. Yeah, when, when you when you, you when you're a club like Villa, you you gotta you gotta play to a system. Well, you, you look the at the players that um Villa signed. Did they sign any defenders like to bolster that defense? But did they? They didn't need defenders. Yeah, the, yeah, the they, defense but, was already pretty solid. And now they're leaking goals and not scoring goals. Like you can't count four goals on one red card, you know what yeah. I mean? And they, like, they, 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 they that point collapsed and lost their head, though. You know, the, the, the last two goals for Bowen and Four Nails, like they, you know, that they, they were just out of it, like they, they weren't in that game. But you use like this West Ham team as an example, no one really had them where they are. So to say that, like, they're leaking four goals against West Ham, no one predicted West Ham to be where they are after this X amount of games. So I mean, I don't know. Do you, you can't sit there and blame it all on Emmy, but like at the same time, he signed six players for 100, 100 million. 
and it's all like to boss to the front three. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Something, I, something I, don't, really I, don't, I don't think it was it was that bad of a decision what they did. No, they had I'm, not, I'm not saying it's a bad decision, but to sign it, it's, it's all in the front half of the pitch. They had to replace well, what Grealish lost, though. Like, Grealish yeah. was giving them goals and assists, chance to create. They went and got Wendia, who covers your assists and your chance creation. They went and got Ings, who covers your goals. Ollie Watkins was coming into form. Then they went and got Leon Bailey last. I don't think Leon Bailey was part of that plan. I think he just became available and they're like, yeah, I agree. But Grealish did a lot of running for that Villa side. He cleared yeah, a lot of grounds. You can't replace him. No, I'm not no, saying you can, but I'm saying you can replace the legs. Yeah. And I, I, I guess what they tried to do with Leon Bailey, though, he's, he's the one with the legs. But he's not going to track back like Grealish did. Yeah. I think that's a funny thing when people have a have a dig at these transfer fees that people put on players like, you know, Phillips, Rice, Grealish. You know, it's... it's you, you, You're paying how valuable those players are to the club. You know, not their their, their market value. Yeah. I think I think that's the thing. And I think with Grealish, you know, even even the bail going a, a, all those years ago, that's it just shows how much these big players mean to these like clubs. Yep. So but how much did Ronaldo mean to Juve? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Rafa. Probably yeah. Not a lot obviously. Talk about United. Uh, Jake, yeah, United uh, three 0 against Tottenham. Um, I think everyone kind of saw this coming. I think out of two bad situations, Spurs are in the worse situation than the two. But yeah, Ronaldo again. What were your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, we said it last week. We said now that Oli's job is on the line, we're going to beat Tottenham, and we beat Tottenham. So <laughs> it, it, it just happens like that. Um, but I think the change in formation, I mean, I don't know if it was, I mean, you know, he's just thought, oh, well, let's do that because Conte is going to do it. It probably didn't, but let's be honest, it worked either way. But when you think, well, you got to think about this is that, that that Spurs team is absolutely terrible. And especially under Nuno, like, man, the stadium was just like the opposite of ecstatic, obviously. You could just hear the whole game, the fans booing every back pass, every pass where the team was going forward and then Son would turn around and pass it backwards when that's not the type of player players that like it's no one like any NFL match I've ever watched. That's, right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they didn't score a single touchdown. It's a park. Um, <laughs> yeah, um no, but you know, like the whole game, United fans could have like myself included were expecting to win. As soon as I saw how Tottenham were playing and they were playing scared. They weren't attacking well. They weren't going forward. Harry Kane barely touched the fucking ball. And the substitutions were wrong. Like, he brought Lucas Moura off instead of Lo Celso in the second half. Lo Celso had a stinker of a game. So did Harry Kane. It could have been anyone up front that could have come off. Um, but They didn't have a shot, did they? Did they? No, they, had, they, they shot. had bad shots, but they had zero on target the whole game. Zero on target, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I actually feel sorry for They're in an NFL stadium, so they're trying to kick field goals. So that's, that's, oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they had a couple they chances. Held, they held um, United to a field goal. It was 3 0. So. <laughs> Great defensive um, performance, you could say. Yeah. <laughs> they, did, they did net one, but Romero who was offside. Son had a chance or two where he was in front of goal and smashed it over the bar for a field goal. Um, <laughs> you know, but then again, you know, Ole, I guess, responded perfectly. Um, changing the, the system of the team and you know McTominay had a great game um, 
Cavani and Ronaldo up top, you know, fine wine complementing each other. That was, that was really great to watch. Um, Maguire bounced back and and had a played a really solid defensive game, especially in the second half. And having Varane in that back line is just huge. Like he makes so much difference. It's crazy. And I fucking hate international breaks. I'll say it one more time. Um, because otherwise, you mean, we would have had you mean monthly breaks? Yeah. Well, yeah. that's it. Um, but yeah. The team played well. Wambi Saka going forward, as clumsy as he looks, he was beating players and he was getting decent balls into the box. You know, playing forward passes a lot better, and he's he's got some skill to his game as well, which is good to see. And then, obviously, you know, Ronaldo's finish it was it was world class, and then his assist as well for Cavani. Uh, and then Rashford coming on to cap off scoring another goal, which is great to see him scoring in almost I think every game now that he's played. So, if not missing out on one. Um, so, yeah, it was a good performance. Unfortunately, it's led to what looks like all these staying in. Um, Extra life, baby. Yeah, that's right. He picked up that green mushroom and he's running with it. Um, but, but, I mean, what can you say, really? Who else is there to get now that would really make a difference at United? I couldn't see Zidane coming in and really making a change in the Premier League. Maybe in a European competition, but at the moment in Europe, you know, we lost one game, the young boys. It was pretty shitty. We had a red card. Um but we've been okay so far in in, in Europe because we've got Mr. Champions League himself. Um, but, yeah, I don't know who comes in now if we get smacked by City and then we continuously lose. I mean, it's probably down to Steve Bruce, as we said last week. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> Sorry, just to jump in there. Um, do you find, I find it extremely fascinating, like, in another world, another parallel universe, where Spurs win that game, we could be sitting here saying that Conte is the United manager. We could. And it's, like just it's just it's crazy just, it's how fascinating. I don't think this, we are. I, I think, think we are. are. No. I think we are. I think they would have waited for the City game. No, I think if I Ole, think he would have been out. If Ole was going to get sacked, it would have happened already. That, that Spurs if game. If it didn't happen after Liverpool, uh, like, okay. I have no clue. Okay, so Liverpool, granted they didn't play, as Dylan and Sean said, I don't know, I think they played perfect, they won 5-0. But if they didn't play a perfect game that week and we got smacked 5-0 by them... That's fair enough. They're Liverpool. They're currently on an insane form. They've got one of the, if not the best player in the world in their team right now. If we come to that to that Tottenham game against a team that's dejected, demoralised, in a stadium full of fans who want more and who want that manager out, booing their own fans, and we lose that game, surely that is just means Ole has to go because you can't lose those games. I guess we'll never know. I can, sorry, I can no, accept. Sorry. I can accept. I can accept losing to Liverpool more than I'd be able to accept losing to Spurs, and I think everyone would agree with that. Yeah. So I think yeah, that would have that would have been the straw the boat broke the the camel's back. Sorry, just to jump in with some uh, live tweet from King Fab himself. <laughs> uh, he just tweeted today's announcement. Today's announcement day for Antonio Conte's new Tottenham manager, contract until June 2023 to be signed this morning. Um, official picks and meeting with the squad together with. Paratici, Spurs are ready for the new era with the Italian manager. Like he's a bit late. I've already, I've known about that for a while. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just on contact, I've got a little game we're going to play after we talk about our match week um, results. So if we we move on Thank to the you. other games quickly, let's move we'll on. Come back to the Conte thing. So uh, we'll go to Liverpool boys, two all against Brighton. Uh, strong start, fell away at the end. What do you think about that? Go on, Sean. 17-18 um, season all over again, where we look so good in attack and just give up two goal leads. Like, I just I just can't comprehend it. Like I know Brighton this season are very well organised, well coached. They've got the players 
to keep that form going, like mid-table team. Like you shouldn't be throwing two nil leads away at home. Like that's just, I'm just not having it. Either. Like, so why, why, uh, Sean? Why, why? Why? Yeah. Why I, is that? I, I suppose like with one of the goals, I guess. If it's I don't know if it's a nighttime game, Allison probably saves it. He probably loses it in the sun. Yeah. <laughs> You've not done that. You've not. It's like tight. Well, maybe because Allison. Allison never played the sun before. No, I'm just saying. Like, no, he's like He doesn't go outside. Yeah, yeah. He plays nighttime games. He's only peaking at night. I can't believe I'm just peaking at night. <laughs> oh, Bryce does it, so come, on, right. come on, Scotty. We're all peaking at night. Uh, <laughs> if any goalkeeper has the sun in their eyes and a ball is going top corner, it's always harder. Yeah, that's that's all. Do we know it. the sun was in his eyes though? Yeah, <sighs> you can see it in the replay. Did you think he meant it? Do you think he meant to shoot that? I'm going to rewatch it right now. Yeah. Oh, well. oh uh, d- no, Bryce, you tell me you think he meant uh, to shoot I'm, that. I'm, I'm just well, imagining if I say... said that, what would happen? Fuck me. In in all seriousness, am I wrong? It, it, it was a shit situation for Allison. Like, <laughs> you know. Done. Sorry, again. My goodness. No, yeah, I don't know what Robbo was doing with that second goal. You he know what? Just stayed in line got? with Van Dyke. He's offside. So. Did Robbo have the wrong boots on? Yeah, well, he must have. Uh, you know what we've got in our game a little bit sometimes, Sean? We, we get comfortable, we concede, and then we panic and we concede again. And then we reset after the second goal. And sometimes we come back for another one. Sometimes we don't. Yeah. But we have that tendency in our team to, and I, I think it's a collective, a collective issue opposed to an individual thing. It all starts with the midfield. Midfield start getting lazy. They start getting overrun when we get up a couple of goals sometimes. Puts more uh, strain and pressure on our back line. Who can only handle so much, right? When you get involved yeah. at. And then all it takes is a fluke goal, whether or not it was meant outside the box, top in. That goes in. All of a sudden, the players are like, oh, fuck, here we go. And then you can see, as, as a fan, your team just looks dejected and they didn't have that bounce back that you want them to have. And is that a weak sudden, mentality? In that moment, yeah, probably. Right. Okay. What do we think that comes down to? Just on the players or coaching? I think it's, nah, that's play- yeah, some players. Hundred percent. Like Klopp is renowned for calling them mentality monsters and trying to trying to bring this this mental presence to the field with the team. But sometimes you just you're not on it for the day and you're a bit dejected. And I've got to say, as as sad as it is, taking a point out of that game when we didn't really play that well is it's a shame. But I, I'll take it because was far from our best. I think we we just about used our best in the champs and against United. Um, so, mm. yeah, it just wasn't our day. And I, I think um, not replacing Genie to it at the beginning of the season. Like, looking at the injuries you have now, we've got three fit centre mids, like senior centre mids. Going into Atletico. So you can't really... Start with seven. Harvey, Harvey Elliott, Oxlade. Yeah. Uh, Fabinho, yeah. Jones, Henderson, Cater. Am I missing one? Or is that Thiago? Yeah, Milner as Thiago. well. Milner. Thiago. Thiago. That's eight. Yeah, that's three. Yeah, okay. In hindsight, but you can't really say we should have replaced James. Oh, we've got a yeah. what, 40-year-old James Milner tearing hamstrings. So with Cater, okay. he's played like 
what, 15 oh, games? But... In all seriousness, though, Scotty, if you just hauled Stevie G out of retirement, this wouldn't have happened. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're dead on the money. Yeah, it was just... Oh. The performance was a bit, a bit lacklustre, and we've... We do have that in the locker from time to time. So to have one of those off days and still come away with a point is massive in the in the grand scheme of things, considering how close the the uh, top four really is at the moment. It, it just it just probably feels bad for for Liverpool fans coming out of that one with a draw, and you know City City losing as well. It's it's probably not a, not a fun weekend of results for you guys, and the Chelsea oh. wins. So, I also feel like it emphasises uh, the quality that Brighton do have to disrupt, be it or be it not, a dejected Liverpool, but to disrupt their run of form and come out and put in a solid performance and make us look like we barely deserved a draw. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Like they should, are, so, what you're saying is you're not able to look at Grand Potter. Hey, sorry. The United should look at Graham Potter. Maybe he's 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 doing well. He's killing it. All right, Chelsea boys, three 0 Newcastle. Um, obviously, I said, oh we'll baby, try and skim over these quickly, but this is going to be a fifteen minute one. <laughs> so, going to a breakout room for us, would you? They're top of the league by three points. They deserve their chance. So, go for it. Oh, Who needs attackers, eh? Who needs attackers? <laughs> Ten goals Lukaku? without two strikers in the team. Lukaku? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm sort of, I sort of thought about this before. <laughs> I'm going to go back to, I've said it a couple of times in the past probably six, 12 months or since Tuchel's come in. We are still winning games 3-0 without actually looking good in attack. I don't think we've looked good in attack. I can't remember the last game we looked good in attack. Even against Norwich, we didn't like... Yes, we won by seven. We won seven <laughs> but I think that was just one of those days, like sort of, I don't know, Norwich, just, it's just, I don't know. That own goal just probably summed it up. Um, but it's, look, this might never happen, but if our attacking unit actually starts to actually do something, it actually is quite <laughs> scary to think about, to be honest with you, because um, Chewell and James have scored seven goals between them this season so far, which is the most... Um, out of like any combination. Reese James is our leading goal scorer. Yeah, so it's just crazy to think about. Our attack isn't even firing. Oh, and even last you know year, I mean? your attackers weren't really. No, they hit. weren't. Were they? No. It they doesn't it matter when like, you're so um, defensively sound. It seems yeah, like the right, uh, the right. Chelsea the Chelsea struggle is to find players to score goals, but they still win. Like every season, like you've had Morata, you've had Falcao, you've had you've even brought uh, what's it, his name Pato back in. Costa was good. Costa was good in flashes, but he he didn't have a consistent time there, in my oh, opinion. No, no, I don't know. No, no, no. 2014-15. No. 2014, the one they had that was, like, clinical, I think. Yeah, well, it was, it was the, probably Costa, yeah. He got 20-plus goals in two Premier League winning seasons. I'm a bit confused by that. Well, so Salah, how many goals has Salah had in so many consecutive oh seasons? But God. apparently that but, doesn't But Salah's not a striker. Oh, well, he is according Ooh! to you. He is now. <laughs> Where's your mentality? Sorry, I think we'll talk about Chelsea. Oh, yeah. okay, go on. Quick, mention <laughs> some. But yeah, I'm just going to reiterate before I jump, uh, leave it on Bison. Um, as I think Ben just brought up before, 
you win titles on your defense. And I'm sure probably Jake sort of can relate in the sense that United, I don't, I don't know about United, but like United in the attacking front are actually quite impressive in my opinion, but the defense is just, just not good enough at times. I think Chelsea is just our defense at the moment. Mendy, Christensen, Thiago Silva, Rudy are just our fullbacks, just outstanding. Um, overrated, but outstanding. So I think, <laughs> I think Thiago Silva... Covering all bases. Thing, one thing about Thiago Silva, um, just watching him, um, his ability to head the ball in certain ways is world class. Yep, 100%. His um, composure on the ball, his composure when without the ball defending, like he has to be one of the best centre backs we've seen in football, like over his whole career. Like to 100%. do it in Premier League at 37 years old, 100%. He's, he's just he's outstanding, outstanding. He's a late bloomer too. Yeah. I bet every time PSG watches him play for Chelsea, they just let out a a big... (laughs) I bet they... (laughs) We got Ramos, who hasn't played a fucking game. Yago Silva's over here playing like a 29-year-old. Boy, am I glad we signed Sergio Ramos and got rid of Thiago Silva. What a great... Yeah, what an old age. Unreal. Unreal. Yeah, I'll leave it to Bryson now. Sorry, Bryson. There's not much more to add, to be honest. It's just... Back to the same thing. When our attack, it's it's just not what it probably should be and could be, and we're still blowing teams off the park. So I have a question. It's looking good. What's your do question? You, do you think if you have a world class attacking unit, do you think your wing backs would still get so much credit and still get these opportunities? I know it's kind of hard to to say, but. Do you think I think they look better than what they already do? I, I think I think yes because, because obviously was... the, the goal based numbers would drop off because your strikers are fulfilling that role a bit more, correct? True, but I was listening to uh, Tushel had a press conference overnight, uh, and so did Ben Chilwell. And Tushel sort of went into you know, he was asked about his wing back scoring a lot of the goals. And it was interesting to hear what Ben Chilwell had to say. He sort of said when it comes to the wing backs as well as the the two tens and the two wingers, I guess you can call them. Tuchel has told them he doesn't care. He doesn't care who scores the goals. If one is wide, then the other player must go into the box, must go inside. So if Hudson Adoy is going to hug the hug the sideline, Chilwell is going to get into the box. If whoever's playing on the right, Mason Mount, Havertz. Uh, is hugging the right or getting into the box. Reese James has just got to do the opposite. So if you put attack world class, I mean, I, I like our attackers. They're not playing the, um, the best they can, but say you put prime, so someone world class in that position, it just boosts our numbers even more because the wing back is either going to get assisted or give more assists and vice versa. So I don't really think it changes anything. It just improves it. I'd be interested to see because obviously a lot of the praises at the moment are, and rightly so, aimed towards your wing backs. Mm-hmm. But what happens if an attacking unit is there to take those chances instead of oh, them? Well, well then is that, same with everything. Same with everything available for them. Like, I get, I get what you're saying, Dylan. But I think when you look at um, Reese James and Chuel's goals over the past couple or two months, um, they're mostly build-up play that sort of leads to them just outside the box or inside the box on their sides and sort of hitting it. Like, Chilwell across goal, James across goal, 
They're finishing um, chances. One, one two finishing is Mason moves. Mount, um, Reese James sort of chipping the keeper. Like, yes, if a world-class attacking unit was there, they might not happen as often, but that would still happen, wouldn't it? So mm. it's hard to really say that that would be the case. And also, the other side of the argument that if they've got that world-class attacking unit who are scoring lots of goals, that they're almost getting more space wide because they're not getting marked as much. Like, especially Lukaku, like that Arsenal game, and that was to- totally different lineup to what we've got now. Like, Lukaku was taking two centre-backs and Tierney out of the play. And then, and then James, James is at right wing yeah. back and he just ran into the box and scored a great goal. Like, no one was near him. Yeah. Like, it's, you could almost argue that they'd get more chances. But I if get, you were an opposing defender, would you, would you, would you prioritise marking Lukaku or Reese James at the moment? Like, that's a, that's a serious consideration. Uh, well, it depends where you are. On well, if you, yeah. I, I still think it's Lukaku. I think he, yeah, it is. you either, you either, Trying to think, you go to you go to Reese James, you leave Lukaku open. You go to Lukaku. You'd rather Reese James with the ball, his feet shooting, than Lukaku. Although, oh, yeah, we're going off recent stats, really. I think you do because he's traditionally a, a defender compared to a world class striker. If you, yeah, I agree with Matt. If you're really agreeing with that, you've still got to go to Lukaku. It's not saying Reese James can't score. You've scored two bangers on the weekend, like, and he's getting better and better. Yeah, but it just comes back to who who they who they're running at at yeah, the moment at that moment. Like, yeah. So, I, yeah. I, but I still think if I'm a defender, a center back, maybe not a left back or a right back, I'm getting up on the Kaku and making sure my full backs are. Especially since he's the one who is going to create the chances as well. You know, you got to shut down, shut that down, and then, you know, Reese James won't have a ball. So, if yeah. you get on the Kaku, it's hard. Down like, sorry, before we move on, it's hard. Like, I, when I think about what I just said, like I sort of said, our attackers aren't playing well. I sort of had a go at them, but. Havertz and um, Hudson Adui did actually play really well. Ziyech didn't really, but the other two played really well. And I feel like just because they don't get a goal and assist, I think Havertz got an assist for the penalty. But um, just because they don't contribute doesn't mean they've had a had a bad game. Hudson Adui was nice. the second best player on the field. Yeah, what's, um, what's going on with uh, good old Ziyech there? What's 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 the go with him? Oh man, he's useless. I think we got him alone. Actually, true. Oh yeah, starting to believe it. Robbie was William, William was trending on Twitter two weeks in a row, and I was like, "What the fuck has he scored for Corinthians?" Good on him. <laughs> all Chelsea fans saying, "Holy fuck, Robbie was right." That's all. That's I was. the rent. I don't know. That's a hard one. I don't know. I don't know. But it would be typical for him to turn it around the next couple of months. But but that's I cool. still think he's a great player. He is. He's he's he's, he's, he, he's got it. But he just he's playing awfully at the moment. Every yeah, time the ball goes form, near him. It's a shit shot, a shit pass. He loses the yeah. ball. Got he the breaks ips. down the play. It's, yeah, it's he's got the James Madisons. <laughs> yeah. The James yeah. Madison. Madison. Talking about James Madison. Hey. Um, he got it right. Everyone <laughs> mute himself. Um, nothing he can talk to himself for 10 minutes. <laughs> no, no. I, think, I think I'm able to talk. Um, he, he's, yeah. I, this is going to lead perfectly into my game. I, it sort of was based around Arsenal thing. I saw a lot of, it was on Twitter today, and it had a lot of opinions of people the last week or two. We've got to figure out whether or not the statements are true or not. Could be a lot of bias, could be a lot of imaginary things, but we'll, we'll talk about Arsenal. <laughs> I, imaginary. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm, Into the Arsenal is, imaginary segment. I, um, I don't know if it's being biased or the hopes are up that sort of thing, but I, I, I really think we're a shot at top four if 
United continue to struggle. Agreed. You guys can laugh. I really think we're playing like we're not scoring goals, same as Chelsea, but we're looking comfortable in games and we have not been comfortable. Like I've never, as since I've been supporting Arsenal, I've never seen us that comfortable at the back. Isn't this, isn't this a far cry from what you were saying pre transfer window? It was because, Mad, isn't it? Because all the Crazy players, how quickly it can change. All the players we bought in, I've, I've said it to Brad multiple times, like on the podcast. Like, I was a bit hesitant. I was like, why did we spend 50 million on Ben White? He must have something that Arteta wants that no one else has. Why are we spending 30 million on Ramsdale when we sold Martinez for 20 million the year before that? Like, but you can see Ramsdale has a specific style that's working. Ben White's got a specific style that's working. He's the passing center back. Gabriel's the defending one. Um, even Tavares, like, I haven't even noticed Tini's been gone. Like last year when Tini was injured, we went to shit. Like it was our yeah. own route. Mm-hmm. I have not noticed he's been gone, to be honest, because he's just doing, he's just bought someone in that can do the same thing. Like I also said about, it, I don't think Tavares is the best defender because he's he's built for the premise of his speed and attack and his ability to cross. But I, like maybe if he has to play against Liverpool in a couple of weeks, if Tini's still outside, we'll probably be in a bit of trouble. Um. I don't know. He looks I'm like the sort of player that if you move to a back five left center back and then you just leave him down the left. Yeah. Like, like I don't know. Like, I'll, I'll leave it up to you guys. I'm the only Arsenal guy on here. Like, am I wrong to say these sort of things this early on in the season? Or are you, are you seeing things that could continue? Or is it more down to other teams around us? I will me? believe when you beat uh, one of the top four. I, I think as well on. Like that game on the weekend, Leicester would rank for the first minutes of that. Like that second goal was probably one of the most embarrassing defensive displays I've seen. That was just all over the place. I agree with that. But at the same time, we wank because we just, like every game in this run of last two months undefeated, we have started brilliantly. Like I'm fighting, Brad even said it to me, like I was actually out. Um, for drinks on Saturday night, so I didn't watch the game. Social I just, like, <laughs> yeah, no, like, no, double back thing. Brad said me, like, they, that first 20 minutes, they blew them off the park. And then, obviously, after that, we just stopped and Leicester just came at us for 80 minutes. And they had a few chances. And, obviously, the, the Ramsdale save, we'll talk about later. But, I don't know, like, we keep seeing all these people say, like, oh, yeah, Villa played shit and Leicester played shit. But, like, is it not that we're setting up right and playing well? Uh, like, do we deserve the credit or do we just – our team's not playing good? Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm uh, leaving it up to you. Like, it's – I want your opinion on it. Okay, well, I, th- I think this one goes back to the, the Chelsea thing as well, like, about defence. Like, Arsenal was set up so well that, like, Leicester literally lost that game for them for themselves in the, in the first, like, 20, 25 minutes where they just shipped those two goals. Like, yeah. they did not – look a chance of scoring outside of like oh well they did have a couple of chances that went in a bit Ramsdale was just too good like watching that game there was not a moment where I thought Leicester are gonna nick one back here yeah that, well that's that's what I've felt the last except for those first three games when we obviously had different squads and like we had the first Chelsea in the city I haven't like when we've gone ahead and teams have come at us I've felt comfortable and thought oh we're actually looks sturdy. We're not going to concede. But like I said, that could just be me getting my hopes up because we've sucked for the last five years. But and that's why I was opening up. That's generous. Does anyone else? Sorry, I just want to open up a bit of a, bit of a dialogue. Sucked in terms of oh. well below. <laughs> 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 
sorry, yeah. I just want to jump in. This is this is kind of leaning towards like Matthew will agree with me here. I think. Do you think? I find it a bit. If I was an Arsenal fan, I would find it frustrating in the sense that if, say, I know I'm trying to keep bringing Manchester United because it's the most, um, it's the best example. But if Ben White went to Manchester United for fifty million, I feel like there'd be praises that no one would bat an eyelid. But because he went to Arsenal, there was so much like, like oh shit, he's not worth fifty million or whatever. But now he's starting to show like he's worth that money. But like. I don't know, like Harry Maguire came from a similar situation, like a Leicester team that was okay, wasn't great for 80 million, and it doesn't get questioned that much compared to what Ben White did. Mm, like, I, I, I don't I know about that question. There's a bias. There was a there, massive question mark over Maguire. I think the Maguire thing is it's still going right yeah, now. Yeah, Maguire definitely though. is still a, going. It is a meme. It's a meme, though. It, it but does it's not come so much reality. But when Harry Maguire performs well for a run of games, everyone starts putting him in that world-class tier. Because I've seen tier lists before mm-hmm. Harry Maguire at the top of it. And I'm like, what the fuck has he gone there? When last week I've seen people saying the fridge was worth how much, et cetera. You know, it's just, it just <laughs> changes. It's game by game with Harry Maguire because he's, he's shown, she's shown signs of being worth the money, but then he's got to show that every game. You know, he can't continuously be crap. But I get what you're saying with the Ben White thing. If he went to United, I still think, if he, if he came, you'd have that, you know, he was, I mean, 50 million, though, it's, not, it's really not that much now, especially for a club like Man United, people expect them to pay that much money. So if he came to United, I think people would overlook his, you know, wrongdoings a bit more than, say, at Arsenal or something. But is it because we don't typically, yeah, we spent the most but last summer, but is it because we don't typically go out and spend huge amounts on one player and we've gone and done it finally and it's on a centre-back, that's why we sort of... I think that... I think a lot of the, the the stick towards Ben White comes from the fact that United landed Varane for so cheap in that same transfer window, in yeah, my opinion. Yeah, but it's out of context. I suppose so, yeah. yeah. But, like, you know, you people always say, you know, United got Varane and whoever else for this much money and then Arsenal paid $50 million for them. And it's like... That's I think what that's Ben what said it, before, though, I think, Jay, just to rep- um, rebut that about is how much is that player worth to that club? That's you know it as I mean? well. So Varane, who, was, who had, what, a year left on his contract? Uh, yeah, wasn't going to yeah. re-sign. How much was he worth to Real Madrid? Okay, 40 million. How much was Ben White, who probably had three or four years left and he was their main centre-back? Do you know what I mean? But I get what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, 100%. It comes down to that as well. Um, but yeah, like, um, well, I can't remember what I was saying now. Fuck. I think one thing that we get wrapped up in with defenders is price tags these days and I think we forgive a 50 million player who's further up the pitch a lot more than we forgive a 50 million player in a back line so I think the way inflation has worked you know there's players that are worth 200 million 150 million but they're all attackers so when you get defenders who are you know relatively cheap in comparison but people can't really digest the fact that it's a fifty million dollar centre back. They're like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah. really? Do we in think the grand, in the grand scheme of things, it's not that much money? And he was showing a lot of potential at Brighton, which is all you can do regardless of your position. So he got the next move, which was, you know, relatively cheap considering today's market. So I think people get too caught up in the price tag and they don't let the player just play. If that I- makes sense. Yeah. yeah, you're right. 100%. I think he's like he's he's dropped into our team and he's been the perfect. Like it sounds bite, like I'm saying like I think he has suited us more. Like if we went and got Varane, and you know I'd have got Ben White. I think 
having Ben White because of the way we play. Like he's, we spent that money to get that player that he needed. And I, do you know what I mean? Like it's. But is Ben White a better player on the ball than Varane? I think I think this season he's been one of the best passing centre backs in the league, in my opinion. I, that's yeah, I, I think that's fair. I don't know, I I, I don't know enough about I don't know enough about centre backs. This season, yeah, fair. Like yeah. in this current ten games, it's not a long what third of a season, just oh, just around a third of a season, whatever, a little bit less than a third of a season. I can't, you know, you got your Van Dykes and your normal players that are always good, but in terms of impact on a team and just out of nowhere, really, like because no one gave him a shot. Arsenal fan, a lot of Arsenal fans, like, why are we spending this much money? I, the way he passes, like, he can dribble. I know a lot of players can do this. Like, he's dribbling the ball from our box to the other box and playing through balls like Ozil used to do, like things like that. I know it's not the be all and end all, but for me, who doesn't see that a lot, doesn't see that sort yeah. of step, the way we're playing. Like, I take it differently to like if you guys would, because you guys obviously are currently better. If that makes sense, so I'm always going to be a bit more. Like, I get what you're saying because it's also. It's also another positive for Ben White because he's doing it at Arsenal. Exactly right. No, that's like he's he's right, gone yeah. like oh that's not bad. like that's, no, no, like, he's gone to Arsenal and he's why is he <laughs> no no I totally that's it genuine <laughs> genuine <laughs> comment lots of pressure because, yeah because he's doing it at Arsenal. There's not many other teams that have that much pressure on a player that big because of where they should be and where they are. You know what I mean? Like the expectations are so, so the gap between expectations and what they're doing is so vast. Like it's so big. There's a lot of pressure on. I reckon that, and not like Gabrielle as well, we got him for just over 20 million pounds. And like, I think we spoke about this last season, Bryce, and how good he was at the start of the mm-hmm. season. Just, I wanted him at Chelsea. He's just so safe. Just, it's unreal. But yeah. He's a good player. We'll move on from Arsenal. I could talk for an hour about the hairline though. <laughs> <laughs> he does have, yeah. Um, there was a couple of things that popped up. So the first one, we'll go to Conte quickly. Do we think Conte with the current squad changes anything at Spurs? I yes, think he's, no. steady, he's steadying the ship. So yes. Yeah, yeah. So definitely what, steadying the ship. The best game is with that current top squad. Six, you know? Top six. You'll get top he six. Can, he can win them that conference league bullshit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> easily, easily. He'll win. he'll win the conference league. I'll tell you what, though. If he doesn't, Mm, yeah. <laughs> what, what where do we where do we say Conte finishes and where where's the where's the line we draw between him being a fraud and him doing really well at Spurs? Are we saying top six or he needs it... to get top six? Yeah, yeah top six. Yeah. 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 First I think he needs to get cane firing. If he doesn't get cane firing, that's but if Kane, no, but if Kane, 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 Kane gone, needs to get cane it is, firing, it is what it is. Conte then take him out of the team. Any... I think Kane, Kane definitely needs to be dropped. Yeah, 100% taking him out of the team. I predict uh, uh, Matt Doherty to become the new Cafu. <laughs> That's a baby. No, no, no. no. He'll, become the, he'll become the new Victor Moses. Well, mm. your baby. Defenders are the new attackers, so you never know. Yeah, yeah they score go. all the goals. Uh, we'll do the next one. Uh, this was also on Twitter I saw the other day. So, sort of combined. Can you guarantee right now and certainly say that Chelsea or City... I mean, sorry, Chelsea or Liverpool will win the league. The yes. thing that I saw said that City aren't going to win. They're not showing the signs that they will win. They're slowly, like slightly fading away. They, they're going to be up there, obviously. They're going to be top three. But can you guarantee right now, if you had to put money on it, that the come May, it's going to be the Chelsea or Liverpool winning it? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I, think, I, think I don't yeah. agree. 
think yeah. City are definitely got a shot. Still. No, no. That, no. Watching no. Them especially Palace, if they I lose, guess. if they if they lose to us this week as well. I mean, it's pretty I, telling. I don't know. I, I just I just can't write off a Pep Guardiola team like that. It's just so well, just well run. You know what I mean? I just can't write them off. But ever. if you look I at think, Chelsea, if you I look at Chelsea, like... how how they're playing now, and you know, like we've said before, they're not firing from the front. If that comes into place in like a, a month or so, and then they're just unstoppable for the rest of the season, like they've got so much quality in their team, and they've got a mm. world class manager also. I just think City. We know. I same with Liverpool. We know City and Liverpool. We know they have that consistency. If if they want to find that consistency, they will. I think yeah, that's the only question with Chelsea. We don't. We haven't seen. We've seen consistency, but we haven't seen league consistency. I haven't seen that in a long time. You know what I league. So know what I think. I think once you've won it, you can become complacent. And I think the fact that mm-hmm. Liverpool and City have had glory spells over the past couple of years, it wouldn't surprise me if, if the players are just kind of a little bit flat and they lack the fire that Chelsea have to win that title that's been eluding them for a few years, being the Premier. I, I agree with that comment. And that goes towards my reasoning as to why I don't think City will win the league. Yeah. I think that because of what happened in the Champions League final, that will be their priority. So when it comes to crunch and they're in knockout games, they will be resting for the Prem games and they'll be going for the Champions League. Yeah, and I, well, I feel like... When you're City, you're not really resting because they've got two fucking first teams. But I think they're going to prioritise the Champions League. That's why I think the Prem is there for Liverpool and Chelsea. Yeah, well, yeah. we've seen Pep say recently he doesn't really know how much, how much longer he's got at City so he's kind of it's kind of gone, come down to the time where he, he wants to win that European trophy yeah he's well. running out of time to win the Champions League but yeah. like no team can be on 100% of the time and I get that but the Liverpool team that dominated in that um, that title winning season they wouldn't let a position like 2-0 up in 20 minutes against Wait. Brighton slip like I just feel like they might be lacking that punch and you know, I, I might be an idiot for saying so, but I think it just could be because, you know, we've had that glory recently. Maybe the guys aren't as hungry as they once were to do those extra one percenters. But does that also come down Maybe. to the fact that Brighton are a very well-oiled team this season? You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It works in junction. Same so, thing with Brentford, that Brentford game. Yeah, yeah mm. but Brentford's Brent. Yeah, I agree. But Brentford's a bit different because. Their They're in the honeymoon period. Their play yeah. style our bogey style that we can't seem to play well against. Yeah. All right, two it's, more. Just oh, cool. All good? All right, so two more. So if, this was another one I saw, if United continue to falter the way they are, sort of spoke about it before, can you see Arsenal somehow getting fourth? Yeah. I can, 100%. 100%. Yeah. I don't I know think, because... I think now because of recent de- developments... The only team that could challenge that potentially is Spurs, depending on how Conte gets them going. Who who do you think has more chance of getting that fourth spot if United falter? Is it Spurs with Conte or is it the way we're playing? It's too hard to tell because we haven't seen Spurs under Conte, but right now, Arsenal. Can I just put forth a pretty interesting scenario? Yes. A re-emerging, rebuilding Arsenal coming to life with... I guess one of the strongest possibilities the Spurs have of making trophy runs that they've had for quite some time. I reckon that's going to reheat that derby and it's going to be pretty spicy for a couple of years. 
It's always I, I always used to argue that it was one of the best derbies in the league, just down to no matter where the teams were, that that hatred and that fire was always there. So like I remember watching when I first started when Spurs were like tenth, eleventh, twelfth, and Arsenal were going for the title. It was always one of the biggest games of the year. This year it was massive again. Like I just feel that no matter where they are, it's always yeah, yeah, it's, it's always been good, but I think now it's going to be especially good because you've got Arsenal who are trying to claw their way back into that top four spot. And yeah. obviously now with the soon-to-be-announced appointment of Conte, Spurs aren't going to roll over and let that happen because they've, you know, they've got a reputable manager who should be able to get them to a similar position. So I just think it's going to reignite that rivalry and it's going to be pretty cool to watch. And, and Conte is the sort of manager who will he'll, he'll build on that. Coming up to a to a derby game against Arsenal, he will be the one that will be telling the players, "You do not lose this game." He will be the one building that rivalry in that squad. Yeah, which sort of manager he is? As a fan, that's all. That's what you want as well. Hundred percent. Going back to the comments you made, before, I think Dylan made it before about he wasn't sure. Was it Dylan that made about um unsure if we can until we beat someone in the top four? Our next four games. Bryson, sorry, uh, we got Watford at home. Mm-hmm. Now we've got Liverpool away. I was going to say, speaking of top four, Watford. <laughs> no, 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 huge game. Now, listen, Newcastle at home and then United away. So there's two huge games. If we can, mm. I think if we can beat Watford and Newcastle and even go to Anfield and just turn up. Yeah, you need a performance at Anfield. Losing a close game and we get beaten due to solid brilliance. That's, yeah. that's almost like a point and that's so stupid. But then if we can't right. get anything at Anfield, I think if we can go to Old Trafford and win, I think that's huge. I think I think that comes down to how we play before those games. I think if we start start kicking it into gear after this yeah, game with the new formation change weather, it's gonna be a tough game. But you know, if we continue to struggle and scrape points like we have been the last month or so, where we just scrape one nil or we scrape two one and they don't look com- like comfortable. If we start playing like a really well oiled machine now, I think Arsenal will struggle at Old Trafford. But if it if not then it's going to be interesting. Arsenal Matt, definitely reckon, have the quality to uh, to start to win. If, if you can get, um, and this is for Matt, if you can get points, be it one point or three against Liverpool and United, then I'm then I'm starting to get concerned. Yeah, no, I yeah, I expect I you to get a agree. point against United minimum, given form. But I don't expect you. I don't expect you at the moment to get points against us. So. If no, do. I don't. I don't either, and that's why I said if we can turn up and lose two one, something like that, one nil, two one, say, say we get a goal and then you score twice, Salah wins it on his own, that sort of thing. Like, not turn up and lose five nil like we have the last few years, or four nil, or four one, or something like that. Yeah, honestly, honestly, against uh, United, it can be anything. It can be one of ten outcomes because honestly, if you've watched United play this season. They're unpredictable as fuck. So it could have, it could be anything, yeah, you know. Just... You could thrash us five 0 at Old Trafford. So <laughs> I think um, the next the next few weeks as an Arsenal fan are gonna tell you where you're really at. Yeah. yeah if if you're taking telling. six points from from that run of three games, then you know you're thinking you're thinking we're a shout here. Yeah, hundred percent. So the listen is the the more unbearable I get as the weeks go on, you'll know. If we won, the more biased. You guys are Um, last one. We'll go quickly because we've been taking a fair while. Salah will break his goal-scoring record this year. 
12 goals already, I saw. Well, he's a stat putter. He looks likely. Is he still going to play United again? or? It's going to be United every week, mate. Five match weeks, it'll be over. I think he could. Yes or no? Nationally, no, yes, no. Nah. Judging on what you've seen, so. judging on what we've seen so far, it looks. Isn't he already at like eleven? What's he at? Now? Yeah, what is he at? Twelve, I think. I'm not sure if that's twelve all. in ten games, bro. You can do that. That's he ridiculous. Can... If he continues that, you know, getting a couple every game, it'd be Sorry, well it's, up it's, there. It's ten goals and six assists in ten games. Africa Cup of Nations. That's insane. Oh, yeah, that that was screwing. You want to him, on... him and Mane? Oh yeah. Because even I, even the uh, year he I broke it, he was really scraping for it, and I, I felt like he's scoring. Mid to late twenties, personally. Yeah, I think that's a pretty a pretty reasonable outing for him, and um, yeah, I don't I don't know why. I just so yeah, what stops him? I was I was going to say that. Considering the start to the season, I don't think anything that stops him really. Like that kind of outing for any forward player is amazing, but. Yeah, well, people just go through up, up and down periods and it's hard to maintain something so good for so long. So I think if he can hit that mid to late 20s mark, then that's perfect. Sounds good. All right, we'll quickly go over our of the week awards and then we'll go into our team predictions for the next match week. Our goal of the week. Uh, I've gone with Ronaldo's... Strong field. It's a strong field. I've gone mm. with Ronaldo's volley. Uh, Reese James is also in there. I just went with Ronaldo just because of the occasion. Obviously, context. Context. Like yeah. The te- technique as well. Um, I'll throw Ronaldo in there. Um, any other suggestions? Yeah, I'm going Ronaldo every day. I think you probably already knew that. I'm going to go Reese James. What? You're going away. You're going away from Ronaldo, man. The end is near. The end is the end near. Is near. It hurts. Bryce and Sean Lewis, I love it. Oh, and, what do you think? I think I think Ronaldo, but uh, I, I did like Ben Johnson scoring, but that's just because of the context. So context matters here, mate. Yeah, so that's a sure. Context is it? No, the it's Ronaldo of for sure. No, if like Ronaldo's it. offside goal was a goal. Oh, how good was that finish? My I'd like to put in. I'd like to put in Hendo's goal. It's not quite goal of the week, but what a kid! It was a great, yeah, a great finish. But oh, Ronaldo's offside. Oh, fuck. Silence. The Chelsea boys shock. Absolute boom. <laughs> Sorry, John. Oh, so wait, when I said a Chelsea player, you called me biased. And then you Sorry, I'll stop talking about. I didn't call you Absolutely biased. Absolutely shocked. What? Absolutely. You know, you, Dylan, you know, you said before who 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 can stop Mo Salah. I know who can. Oh, here we go. Andres and Johnson Gaga. next week. Andreas Christensen. I mean, yeah, Brad, baby. He, Salah you, you're going to have to speak us. up. I can't hear you after my uh, Melbourne Cup winnings. So. <laughs> what, what, is, what did you say, Brad? Brad, what did you say? <laughs> Brad said Christensen could stop Salah and Salah scored against Brad, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, he doesn't count. <laughs> Hell, he doesn't count. Yeah, they, they put Christensen in goal for it, didn't you see it? I can score. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, we haven't, had a, we haven't had a doozy count for a while, but let's get the doozy counter going. All right, we'll move on just so we don't get it for another hour. Right, Bryson had a doozy memories. Toby Alderweireld doozy. Oh, here he goes. Oh, <laughs> quick, I've got to pick this Quick, I've got to pick this up. Bring it up. Move Bring on, move on. on. All right, our performance of the week. I've gone Crystal Palace against Man City. Can't really argue against yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Huge game from them. Yeah. Kind of got a baller. Oh, yeah, say it again, oh. Sean, please. Say it again. 
He is killing it. Who's he going to pick the spot off next season? Black Hobbin, baby. Georgie. Mount the, mount the leave. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Player of the week. Throw some names Ooh. in there. Oh, Gallagher. With Zaha. Goal okay. assist. I'm going to... I'm gonna have to go Gallagher at the Eddie had goal and assist. Or I'm gonna give it to Reese James. Thank you, Russell Johnson or Gallagher. Cristiano Ronaldo, goal and assist. You can't say I don't pay the respects to Chelsea because I've given man of the match to Mendy, Reese James twice. Boys, look at me, I'm on bias. Just give it him so you can say that you're not biased. It's all strategy. It is. You've got to cover all bases. Otherwise, I'm just trying to get mummy's card details, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna throw, um, I was gonna throw Ramsdale, but then when I heard those names, I forgot about Gallagher. So Gallagher, and Ramsdale. I'm still gonna Ramsdale. Why don't, in honor of Ramsdale, let's make save of the week and we'll give mm. it to him. Yeah. Fair enough. Was that tweet? It's that the Aaron Ramsdale. Oh, it's fake. It's fake. You got me, it got me, and then I read the bottom of it saying, "Yeah, it. <laughs> I got me as well." Nah, I don't think that's true. Fucking <laughs> like so good. Talk about Ramsdale. You get in the Premier League team of the month on. Look at that. So who's going to get manager of the month? The whole back line with Chelsea. Tuchel. Yeah, I think Moyes gets it. No, Tuchel has to. Tuchel, 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 Tuchel six, six wins from six games, 23 scored, two conceded. Not, not six games in a month. Yeah, Brad. Oh, that was all comps. Sorry, that was Champions League. I think it'll be Moyes. Just, I think because Tuchel will win it again, and I think Moyes might not. So I think they might go with uh, we, we, we that's that that's not a good rhetoric. That was a bit suspect as well. That true. might hurt him. Too short. But, but you got to act. You can't be biased towards the future. You can't predict the future. So you got to go when what you look at. You got to judge. You can't judge. Oh, because Tuchel might win it again. No, no. I'm just saying. I don't. I don't know how they choose it. So like, instead of giving it to Two Shells six times, they might give it to him five times and let someone else have it. I don't know. But he might not win it six times. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hey. Can I, just, can I float a quick question before we move on? Oh, no. You can. <laughs> it's funny because it's actually it's actually involving Chelsea. So. Oh, wow. No uh, way. There's not as much rent as what you put in the Snapchat group recently, but close. Um, so, based off current form, who starts in goal for our whatever Premier League team you want to call it? Team of, team of the week. Team of the season so far, whatever you want to call Wait, it. Team of the season so far. Yeah, are you all right? Dude? You struggling a bit there? Edu. Uh, Ramsdale or Mendy? Mendy. Has to be Brad Mendy. I, this is Ramsdale deserves... Yeah, he deserves it definitely. He's on the bench. Brad and yeah, I he deserves all... a recognition, but Edu <laughs> is just, just above. Brad and I were talking about... He does, he does. Brad and I were talking about this the other day, and I said to him, my... my I think that's a genuine Mendy. conversation. I said, Mendy, I still think Mendy's the top just because of what he's done previously in the season before Ramsdale got his shot. But I yeah. think it's not as clear cut as it was. That was my argument. Oh, I, yeah, I think I it's Mendy and then Ramsdale and then Clear. I think there's a debate to be had there, but it's still Mendy. That I think everyone's it. sleeping on David De Gea this season. I'm oh, please. But did you see the defending? It was the defending. You obviously, obviously haven't watched. He is the last defender. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh yeah, okay, okay, okay. So when Salah threw on goal one on one and someone squared it to him to tap it in like he always does, 
that makes the hair a bad goalkeeper. Gates is absolutely violating the boys. That makes the hair a bad goalkeeper. All right. All right. We'll move on before. We'll move on. All right. We'll just go through our own teams and if there's any big games. I don't think there's many. Any other big games this weekend? But we'll go with obviously the game of the the um the week: Brentford Norwich. No, sorry, I'm joking. United. <laughs> Jake, what is your prediction first on that at Old Trafford? Um, it's the match. Yeah, well, if um <laughs> if we play our counter-attacking game and we're able to defend well against Manchester City, I think we have more than enough opportunities and more than enough talent on in the front third. Mm. To uh to score in the break and you know create those lucky chances I guess, but um with if... the momentum from De Gea's penta save as well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. De Gea made a save. <laughs> I'm gonna say two all. I think yeah, I think two maybe all. a draw, maybe a draw, but I think United could still manage to. Pull out City. I know. I know all the shit we've been given United and stuff, but I don't know if we set up how we did against Tottenham and we and we make it impossible for them to score. I think. Our, our our quality on the attack and on the break will will be able to break them down. It's city all day. You just know it's city all day. City city after their uh, they uh, just lost to Crystal yeah, Palace. I can't. Uh, yeah, but I haven't seen doing that two, two, two games in a row. Yeah, it was, not, it, it was not five nil though. Yeah, two. I've got a question for Jake. Yeah, if United get violated, mm-hmm. is Ole gone? Like, not from you, not from you, not from your point of view, but from the club's point of view. Do you think they'll they'll pull the trigger if he gets fired? I think okay. now that they've waited and they haven't signed Conte, I don't think there's anyone <laughs> really in line to replace him. So I think he, he almost, oh, he almost is going to stay to the end of the season. It would seem because Dan's pretty much ruled himself out at the moment. Yeah, I've, I've, I've heard. Rumor? Yeah, no, I I don't know if it's rumor, but I've heard that Zidane mm. is not interested in the Man United job, which is you know fair enough. But um, unless yeah, at the moment, unless it's the start of next se- next season, maybe. But I don't know who else comes in now. You know, give it gigs at the end of the season, but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he <laughs> would, he would. But yeah, I. Ole has dead set pulled the Stephen Bradbury. He, he's dead set. He's, he's done an absolute mad one, and you, you got to respect him for that. But it's like if Stephen Bradbury went to the you know the following Winter Olympics and did the same thing again. Yeah. <laughs> the thing, the thing is, the thing is that somehow he he carried us to second position last year. So surely, I mean, he's he's not great, but surely he's got something in. And the players that he has, surely we can't we can't continue to slip as we have for like the last month or so. Like there has to be. Say, it's it's got to be all to hail. Yeah, <laughs> you know, play, you know, teams teams go through purple patches and teams go through boys patches, windless yeah, patches, and you know, patches. rough form. So maybe after this Tottenham game, I know they're a weak team, and I know you know they're dejected and stuff. But maybe after this game, it's something to build on for the next like few few games, and then hopefully the rest of the season. So I'm not sure how it's going to go. We don't know. But if you're feeling a little bit naughty and you think that maybe a draw three dollars ninety. Sorry, where was where was that? Where was that three ninety? Wouldn't be through our favorite sports bet, would it? Uh, they know they sponsor us now, so they know there's always going to be a plug. Um, all right, moving on to our next game, we've got. Can I just quickly jump in with some breaking news? Yes. Oh no. The Newcastle manager search has been. This is from David Ornstein. Oh, has been brought down to two final candidates. Yes. Eddie, Eddie Howe. Yep. Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe and Eddie Howe. 
Ooh. 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 Episode three, Revenge wow. of Steve Bruce, though. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce. Wow. That's wow. two very different Henry. sort of candidates, isn't it? I like both of them. I like, yeah, I like Eddie Howe, personally. Um, Eddie Howe would be. That's a long That's interesting. Eddie Howe. Yeah, definitely. Both of them, I think. But Both of them, I'd say. You can just see that fucking vampire coming to the Emirates. And <laughs> <laughs> With a buffet up front. <laughs> uh, we'll move on. To, uh, one of the biggest the teams other. in the league, Burnley versus Chelsea. Um, sports bet, $13 for Burnley. Why not? Any chance of this? No. We're, due, we're, due a loss. we're due a loss. Why not, baby? Mm. I think... Touchwood. Chelsea win this 4-0. 4-1. 4-1. Chris Wood. Yeah. Chris, Chris Wood. Wood. Yeah. 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 Max Corne, I'm scared. Burnley ball was a full <laughs> effect against Brentford, though, this week, wasn't it? Yeah, they come out of the gates flying in that one. Yeah, did. Just the over-the-top balls just, whew, mate. Yeah, uh, I'll rephrase it, and they came over the gates flying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. In a perfect world, it should be not an. It wouldn't. It's never an easy win, but it should be. Um, we should show sort of the quality gap. Is it? it? And get is, where win. is it at? Is it the bridge? At Sam Bridge. Bridge yeah. yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm sorry, but four one. Four one. Four one. Yeah. Chelsea will will mop the floor. Let's move. Okay. Fuck them up. And any goals from strikers? Got it. <laughs> Do you have any strikers? Do you have a striker right now? No. 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 And on that. How much would a Chelsea striker be paying the score right now on Sportsbet? Um, we'll we'll have to have a look at that afterwards, but around the same amount, Jaden Sancho to get a goal. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's not that's good. Not. Double O seven. Sorry, Jake. Sorry, Jake. <laughs> no, double O seven. Double O seven is being sorry, generous. Double O. It's like double O thirteen now. Yeah. <laughs> he has been. Wait, how good is it? There's a new James Bond movie coming out, and we've still got 007 Sancho. It's fucking. <laughs> and 00 Messi as well. Double uh, O seven Messi. <laughs> what a what an absolute fraud of a player. I love you. Oh, at least he doesn't oh, kick players while they're different. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on, we got. Three more games. Um, Arsenal, Watford at the Emirates. I think, I don't think it'll be super straightforward. I'll say three-one because we haven't been really three playing one. that well in attack. I'll say three-one. I two-one. Arsenal, Watford. Yeah. Two-one. Three-one. I'll say. And I'll say Watford will get a penalty. Three-two. Three-two Arsenal. Yeah. Who gives away the penalty, Matt? Is it? I think it. It'll be Ramsdale Ram- after I've sucked him off for 40 minutes. <laughs> um, I think it'll be a handball from Gabriel. Ooh, I think it'll be contentious. I think can you be- please put money on this? Please. Can, you, can, will, you will buy a house. Just talking about VAR, house. just quickly, I forgot to mention it. Did anyone see the two, the Laporte tackle on Zaha? Yes. Versus, yeah. Tackle on Abamyang, and Abamyang was through with no one around him, and he literally jumped on him. Whereas yep. Zaha turned and he grabbed him. They're yep. both reds. Is... The one that was a clear red was only given a yellow. And before that, he also he did something else, Johnny Evans, that warranted a yellow that he didn't get a yellow for. It was in the, one on uh, in the box on Ramsdale. Yeah. yeah. But, he oh, should have been yeah. gone. Yeah. And like, it doesn't mean anything now, but just those little things, you wonder why yeah. I'm losing my shit. He was, he was playing on Mummy's credit card at that point, so. <laughs> <laughs> we should have a, a Mummy's credit card down up in the top corner. I think we're up to about 45. Uh, <laughs> um, let's, let's 
Everton Spurs. <laughs> this should be Conte's first game in charge. Um, Everton. Who? Everton. 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 What did you do Everton. with Everton? Yeah, he uh, loves he loves an end, doesn't he? He loves he loves, ends. He loves um, an end. I don't know about this game. I don't know how how quickly Conte can get them going. And Everton have not been playing that well, so I'm going to say a one-all draw. I think, I think new new manager bounce. Yeah, new manager bounce for sure. 100. percent Tottenham. If he's there, out the I, think he's, I think he's supposed to be there, right? Yeah, he'll be there for sure, right? Yeah, I think so. All right, and our last game of the match week. Olympics, the Olympic Stadium, West Ham, Liverpool. I think this could have been game of the, um, match of the round if it wasn't for the derby. Like I, I, I said, like a month ago to to Scotty that we'll put a jersey bet on this one. So fuck, I'm so scared to lose this one because that's <laughs> what, happens, co- what happens in the case of a draw. Uh, but we don't wear anything for the next week, you know. Half half yeah. scarf. I'm putting money on a draw. <laughs> half half scarf. But um. I'm so scared for this game. I want to win it so bad, but I I really don't see it happening. We're due a loss. We got a we got a Friday game in, in the Europa. Yeah, this is this is Liverpool all day. I think at least three one. Is it one of those games like I said when we go to Anfield? If you can just play well, even if you lose, it's sort of a, a a bonus. Like it's sort of a step forward. I'll put it this way: if we go up one nil, I go to bed, happy man. Won't check the result in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> ben, is this the same ask? Uh, sorry, the same West Ham side you said was not in a purple patch, but you'd uh, you're expecting a three-one loss. I uh, see. That's the the difference is you you can be good against every other team, but when you play uh, Chelsea, City, Liverpool, they are, they are miles above everyone else. We're like kings of the shit kickers, you know? Like, I I don't see us winning these games, and I'd love to be wrong. You know, our our form is, is in cups. It's against all these other mid-table teams. We are doing all right against, like, the like big clubs, but, like, when's the last time we beat Liverpool? Like, someone, someone clocked that. Um... Last time you beat us, couldn't even tell you. Could actually couldn't actually even tell you. We've averaged three goals though. That helps. I think I think it'll be two ones. Uh, Liverpool. I think Liverpool score late. I'll take it. I think they'll lose all West Ham and then lose late. And that's the thing as well. Like the, tough one. I I think we're better away from home as well. I've I've said this for a while now, but I don't think there's any home field advantage that comes from the London Stadium unless there's no fans. What a negative thing to say about your own club. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've been so pessimistic about West Ham. I'm just waiting for the for the bubble to burst, if you will. I think I think they'll do well. I think it'll come down to the Salah or something. Just a little bit of individual brilliance at the end, winning it, but. What about you boys? Chelsea boys, what do you think? Result? West Ham a shot or not? They're definitely a shot. If they it's funny. Liverpool drop points to Brighton and I I rate West Ham higher than Brighton. So West Ham at home. There's an opportunity there for sure. Definitely. 
Yeah, just just after the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, honestly, I honestly wouldn't be shocked. Three one. I'm still captaining Salah, but there could, you know. That's that's all that all there is to say about the game then. Even in close games, though, he gets. Nah, you'll be you'll be on top, and and Fabianski will kick it, and he'll hit the back of Salah's head when he's not looking, and go top corner. So that's <laughs> how it that's how it happens, isn't it? I've actually what? seen him score that goal before, so. It's got, it could happen. Would you celebrate that goal? Would that be a goal from an attacker? How strange, bro. I know, right? Oh, no. Oh, no. We're top of the league. Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! All right. So, you know it's the end of the podcast when the Salah argument comes back up. So, we might wrap up there. Um, obviously, thanks for joining us, Ben. We'll obviously have you on again soon. If you manage to beat West Ham, will you join us next week? Uh, beat West Ham? Beat Liverpool. Beat Liverpool. Yeah, I'll, I'll join next week. Uh, I'll give a breakdown. Um, and Scotty was sharp in his Mikel Antonio jersey. I won't be able to. But um, is there a reason why you chose Antonio? Do you have anything in common, or is it just you like his name? Can confirm there is something in common. Ben? Yeah, would, would you like to? Would you like to share what, what you've got in common with? Uh, with Big Sauce Mick. We'll leave it until off the um, recording's done, mate. <laughs> if you would like to know the answer, uh, <laughs> we will live stream Sean's response to that. So, oh yeah, thanks for joining us tonight, guys. Obviously, check out our socials and we'll catch you again next week.